0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to the Roy Green Show ad free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: They beat one of the interpreters like a few years ago. They hated him. They put his head on his chest on the highway to make it as, a, as an example for the rest of interpreters. They will do the same thing. They will kill the family. They will kill him. They won't even hesitate.
0: So there's Sajid Kazemi. He was left behind, Alex. We spoke with him many times on this program over the years while he was still in Afghanistan trying to leave the country as a former interpreter for Canada's Armed Forces. General Miller, thank you very much for the time. What we heard heard from Sajid Kazemi, the former interpreter, that's absolutely correct, is it not? That's what these interpreters are facing.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, The situation is is very uncertain. The Taliban seem to have momentum and and they are absolute killers they 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 will not even think twice um i'm sure you saw in the news even a few days ago uh, special forces afghan troops uh shot in cold blood without their weapons uh they will do that to our interpreters their families uh you just they're they're just the worst kind and i don't even know how anybody would want to join their forces so uh we this is there's you know obviously we do need to do this fast. I, I know that there is a team on the ground, but yes, we do need to get going and get the interpreters out. How
0: encouraged are you by the words of the immigration minister?
1: V- very much. Uh, you know, I, I I know that they're they're in a planning mode. Um, I, I think that there's an absolute realization across this country. Uh, that, you know, we worked alongside these interpreters and, and others. Uh, so there's, there's soldiers and, and, you know, we've talked to the likes of, you know, um, uh, General Habibi, his family. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, their lives are at risk. Um, and the, this country realized that uh, they were part of our team. Um, you know, we fought the Taliban together uh, with these young interpreters. They volunteered to join us. To fight the Taliban, to to make their country a better place, and unfortunately, that's not the case right now. And and we we do need to, to get them out.
0: In general, we've heard, and we heard as recently as today, from uh, um, uh, from uh, Major Mark. Uh, help me out here; just forgot his name. Campbell. Mark, Major Mark Campbell. Yeah, he was on this program earlier today. I. I get this happens to me periodically. I forget people's names. I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> and he's a great guy, too, he by is. the way, Major Campbell. I'll tell you, hats off to that uh, young young major. I'll tell you, he's, he's, he's connected to the Afghans. You know, here's a guy that lost both his legs. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he fought hard, and and he's, you know, he's joined up with us trying to get these interpreters home.
0: Well, he was with us for almost half an hour, and I've talked to the major many times over the years, so I just had that momentary synapse lapse, Um, but he pointed out very clearly that these interpreters, when they went out on missions with the Canadian forces on the front lines of fighting, and it wasn't conventional battle, this was uh, a, a, a not synchronic battle, this was just it developed as it went along, but the interpreters were just absolutely key to the forces, and they were often the primary target for the Taliban and the insurgents.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We we lost, I think, as you know, six or more interpreters. They fought with us. Uh, my, I can tell you, my interpreter walking through the streets of some very very challenged villages, where we knew the Taliban were there, and. uh you know, they, they maneuvered in vehicles with us. We lost a you know, number of troops and vehicles. The IEDs were, were all over the place. We had to be very careful with that. And they, again, volunteered, and, and they served with us. And, and there's no doubt in my mind, they were just like Canadian Forces, you know, troops. They dressed up in our combats. They fit in with us. And uh, I could tell you, I could go on and tell you many stories about my interpreters and how we—they were civilians to begin with—and in the end, they were like soldiers. They patrolled with us. They had kit on. They had helmets on. You know, they didn't carry weapons. But the bottom line is that yes, they, they fought with us in the trenches, so to speak
0: yeah, General Milner, you told us last week that the veterans who've returned from the Afghan campaign, the NATO campaign consider these interpreters to be comrades in arms
1: absolutely to to. A t- we have so many um Canadians, uh, you know, former soldiers. Uh, I've just seen the passion in so many wanting to make this happen we We have. You know, a, a team that's been working, I could mention many names, the Wendy Longs, the the Paul Carrolls, the Dave Morrows. You know, there's so many that are in behind the scenes helping, connecting with, um, you know, interpreter uh, friends, comrades in arms that really want to make this happen. We're working with... Uh, you know, with, with the um, uh, uh, Canadian forces, we're working with uh, Immigration Canada. Um, right. So, yes, it just, it just, again, it just it needs to happen fast. But, uh, confidence is moving in the right direction.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites.